Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high-quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield Extra Meaty Back Ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield Anytime Favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. going on everybody welcome to another episode of the nomad strength show ross hillier your host and we are getting back into some of the more nitty-gritty fitness stuff today with this solo episode and i wanted to talk to you guys about an implement that i have brought up with many guests and uh probably have mentioned in, in several different solo episodes but wanted to give you guys a breakdown on why i love sandbags and it's one of these things like I had a, a moment with kettlebells where I realized there's there's something to this. Why am I not using these more? Uh, I can feel all the different variations. I can feel all of the different possibilities with these uh, with these with these tools. And then, you know, I, I really dove deep into kettlebells for several years, and they're still a staple in all of my programming and my training. And I had a really similar moment with sandbags, and I, I've, I don't think I've really told much of how that came to be and why I really love them so much. You know, I, I, like I said, I've talked to a couple of people on the show that uh, use them a lot, and, we, and we've got into why they use them, but I wanted to kind of give you guys why I love them so much and, you know, how you can go about implementing them into your own training. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is, is sandbags. So before we get into that, I want to let you guys know that if you have not signed up for the Patreon yet or checked out the Patreon for the show, go do it. I'm going to post the link in the show notes. We do an extra podcast episode every week called Unplugged. So you're getting, if you're a patron, you're getting three Nomad Strength Show episodes per week. And uh, we do some fun stuff in Unplugged. Um, some things that I don't talk about a lot here on the main show, just because not all of it is necessarily fitness or health related. And, uh, we just get into some fun stuff. Um, so go check that out. There's different levels of support. If you feel like you uh, want to support the show even more, get some bonus content. We're going to be dropping merch soon for patron only, uh, merch, a couple other things I'm going to be rolling out here, uh, very shortly. So go check that out and, uh, let's dive into, into the sandbags. So, when I started 
this sort of nomad strength, nomad fitness thing several years back. I've told the story of how this happened, where I, I just wanted to be out of the gym, train where I wanted to train. I didn't want a ton of equipment. I, I wanted to learn that I didn't need a ton of equipment to achieve um, really great levels of strength and fitness still. And I found some tools that where you can have a couple of these things and, and really never need anything else. I've already mentioned kettlebells. We've done several kettlebell episodes, but sandbags is the other one. And for totally different reasons with a sandbag, uh, there are, there's so much possibility with a sandbag. And one of the things that I really loved about them was the fact that I could still do many, what we would call traditional barbell type exercises in a very similar way, but even challenge myself more with the sandbag just because of the the grip aspect of it, right? Um, especially with the sandbags that I use, which I'm going to get into my actual sandbag recommendations here uh, in a few moments. But the, the grip aspect of the sandbag, I believe, just really enhances so much of the rest of the movement that you're doing. And uh, irritation is a thing. And, and what that is is the if you're squeezing something in your hand and that lighting up all of the muscles and uh, all of the the tissue and connective stuff on all the way up into the shoulder rather than just you know giving a bicep curl right so if we're going to use this as a an example of a bicep curl if i'm going to hold a bar and just do a bicep curl kind of loose grip hold it i can still squeeze my bicep a bit and i'm still getting some some breakdown and some muscle some muscle tension some blood flow into my bicep but if I squeeze the hell out of that bar like as hard as I can if I'm squeezing it and I'm firing everything up from the tips of my fingers all the way up to my shoulders and then I'm curling I'm getting so much more activation I'm getting so much more connection uh, through all the muscle tissue through everything in my entire arm not just in my bicep and that's what I found was one of the the instant things I realized with sandbags is even just doing basic movements became so much more than just those movements strictly because of the grip aspect of this. And I like the sandbags that don't have any handles. So I'm forced to grab on to the actual bag itself, which, you know, sand shifts around. My grip is going to change. It's going to be a lot different from rep to rep even. And so that's why I, I, I've, that was like the first thing I noticed was like, holy cow, uh, my hands and my forearms are smoked right now. And all I'm doing is, you know, like bent over rows with this sandbag. And I've never had this feeling before. It's always been, you know, back and bicep and lat kind of a thing. Um, but my hands and my forearms have never been challenged like this, uh, just doing a basic movement. And so I'm like, okay, here's something. I like this a lot. And and really the person that opened my eyes to the sandbag in terms of the exploration of the possibilities, I've mentioned him on the show several times, but uh, Coach Julian Pinot of Strong Fit. And the what he explained with the sandbags just made so much sense to me. Uh, it made too much sense for me to not at least explore it. And and really what he was saying was the example that he gave was strictly in relation to overhead pressing. And if we're using a barbell, the barbell will always be the tool that will allow you to use the most weight possible. 
So this is not a knock on a barbell, especially if your goal is to lift the most weight possible because there's nothing better from a leverage standpoint uh, or function standpoint for lifting ridiculous amounts of weight than a barbell, right? But where Julian really had me open my eyes a bit was when you're pressing overhead and we are we are forced to be in this uh, this really pronated position with our hands where our palms are facing outward and our shoulders are really locked into this position because you're holding a stiff, rigid object and your palms are facing away from you. That doesn't allow you for much... Uh, compensation might not be the right word, but it doesn't allow for much connection for the full system of your upper body to press, right? It's you're locked into this position. So the things that are going to fire are going to be the things that fire regardless. When you press, however, with your palms facing each other, and and this was something that until I experienced it, I, I, I didn't know what I didn't know. Until you press with your hands facing each other, grabbing something like a really heavy ball or a heavy sandbag, and this was the example that he gave, a heavy sandbag, you're actually, you're actually utilizing much more of your upper body to press than you would having your palms facing out like we do with the barbell. So if total muscular development of the upper body is, is a goal for you and you want to do it in a kind of biggest bang for your buck kind of a way, then then try just overhead pressing with a sandbag where your palms are facing each other. Your chest will light up like you probably did not expect on just a straight-up overhead press. And that's something that we don't technically think of. Our overhead press enhancing is chest development, right? If it's just a military press or whatever, we don't technically think of that as a chest exercise. Well, if you push your hands together and you're active and you're squeezing your hands together as you're pressing a, a sandbag overhead, just like you would, you know, imagine you're, you're taking that heavy sandbag and you're going to press it straight up and put it on a shelf that's really high above you. You're going to fire up every single, every single muscle in your upper body from your chest all the way down uh, into your lats around the back, even into your erectors, from your shoulders all the way down into the tips of your fingers from the grip, like I mentioned earlier. And when I finally did that, after listening to him speak on it several times, it really was just one of those whoa type moments. Like, what happened here? Why haven't I done this before? Why don't I see more people doing this? And uh, that really was like the, the, the gateway into, well, how do I, how can I find out what else this can do? So I just became a matter of exploration. And if you've worked with me in any capacity or I've written programs for you or I've coached you, you know how much I incorporate sandbags and, and what came next was the static the static strength that comes from sandbag carries. And this is another thing that I learned from Julian. So Julian from Strong Fit, I mean, if you guys don't know him, I've talked about him a couple of times with some guests who are familiar with him. He is I, I liken him more to a philosopher of strength than 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 just simply calling him a coach. There are so many things that he has really kind of explained and created in a way that just nobody else is doing. And it makes so much sense. And very rarely do you find somebody in strength in, in the fitness world that can come up with something and the person doesn't have anybody that you would call a hater on them. And I honestly, in six, maybe close to seven years now, I have not seen anybody that like will will come out and say, "Oh, Julian doesn't know what he's talking about." 
you know, this guy's full of, you know what, he's just making stuff up. None of this is actually helpful. You know, in this world, people will go out of their way and create posts and write articles just discrediting others. And some of that has a little bit to do with the fact he probably still flies under the radar of a lot of people. He's gotten a lot bigger. His podcast is huge um, and extremely, extremely educational. But uh, so maybe part of it is he's probably not on the radar of a lot of these people yet. But even so, he's not nobody. And I have yet to find anybody who's like, no, Julian doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, Every time somebody embraces some of the things, the concepts that Julian comes up with and coaches, they're like, damn, that is cool. And and I've learned probably more from him um, in the last several years, directly and indirectly, than, than just about any other coach. I mean, it's a short list at the top. Um, and I've done this podcast before and, and told that story. But uh, so I would really recommend you guys, if you really want to know about a lot of this stuff, in much more greater detail than what I can even explain to you. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. I was hesitant about having to get a new phone and a new phone number, but with Mint, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone and your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or for a family, and at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and to get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That is mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Check out Julian Pinot and Strong Fit, who also makes the sandbags that I love and I have several of. And I believe they're the highest quality sandbags on the market. And they're made uh, like basically indestructible. And uh, there are no handles on them. And they're just so well made. But getting back to sandbag carries, that was the next thing that really like blew my mind in terms of results that I felt, the immediate strength, the immediate results and benefits that I, I experienced myself after implementing long-distance bear hug style sandbag carries. And I'm when I say long distance, I'm talking like 400 meters and at least, you know, uh, I, I think at least 40% of your body weight was like the, uh, I think was like the base number. And now I, I've got it written down somewhere, but I want to say it's around 40%. Like if you do 40% of your body weight in a sandbag and bear hug it around your chest and carry that around a track, uh, the very first time, I bet you, you, you'll most likely drop it several times and need to take a break. Your lower back is going to start to light up. Um, but what's happening there, because it's a static position, 
you're actually bracing and stabilizing your spine in the manner that it's supposed to be stabilized, meaning being static, right? Your erectors are not mover muscles. They're, they, they can move and they are, they allow your spine to move, but their, their main strength is to help stabilize. So when you feel your erectors fire up, right? Uh, that means they're trying to stabilize your spine and doing a sandbag care on your bear hug style has, has improved my erectors and my, my low back strength more than just, uh, not even more than just about anything, more than anything I've done ever. And it's one of those things where you can do it multiple times a week uh, and you'll recover quickly from it because there's no eccentric loading of this muscle. So you're not going to get like the same type of, uh, of breakdown as you would if you were doing like a heavy deadlift session and you're doing, you're lowering the weight a lot. And so you're getting a lot of eccentric loading into your lower back. And so your, your lower back sore for several days. There's no eccentric motion in the sandbag carry. Uh, you're, you're just static holding. You're able to recover quicker. Uh, so you could do them a few times a week. And, uh, and over time, it's just going to get better and better and better. And pretty soon, if you're able to carry 40% of your body weight around a track once and not drop it, I promise you, you're going to have very little, if no, lower back problems. And it'll probably help a lot of people's lower back uh, low and, and glutes and hip flexors. And it's one of these things where I just need you to go experience it and because feeling feeling is understanding as as Brian McKenzie says all the time Wim Hof says that same thing and it was one of the, you know so much of, of fitness and health can be dialed down to that statement doesn't matter what I say it doesn't matter what Julian says or any other coach that you might say uh, is coaching you it doesn't matter what they say like I need you to go out and experience it and feel what we're talking about and if you're not feeling what we're talking about I need you to get to the place where you are because that's where you're going to truly reach that next level of understanding in your own body on what things are happening and, and how you can improve and, and what this means for your training. And those two things, those two movements, simply just pressing overhead with a sandbag and, and just carrying it around a track with, uh, with it on my chest uh, changed my entire world in terms of training. And I implement so much more of this. And, and the sandbag comes in and now you can utilize, you know, you can utilize the sandbag for any single movement you want. You can obviously do uh, squats with it. You can carry it in other different positions. You can row it. You can press it. Uh, you can curl it. You can th- do power movements with it uh, like like an Atlas Stone type of movement or throw it in the air, throw it over your shoulder. I mean, there's so many things you can be doing. You can lay on your back and press it overhead, um, which is one of my favorite. Uh, another one of my favorite ways of developing the chest um, is a is a hold and rep max combination kind of back and forth circuit while you're doing a, a floor press or a bench press with a sandbag. Um, there's so many things that are possible that people tend to get trapped in this idea of, oh, I've got this. These are the several exercises that I'm allowed to do um, without really exploring, well, what does it feel like if I do this? What does it feel like if I use this? And and can I use this implement to maybe do some exercises that I can't do with a barbell because of injury and I can't get into that position, but the sandbag allows me to get into that position better. And it's it's just, and, it, and on top of that, it's freaking fun. And you can make one, if you don't want to buy one, you can DIY one for super cheap. You can get a duffel bag and get a bunch of sand, 50 pounds of sand at a big box store is like 10 bucks of play sand. Fill a garbage bag full of sand 
and uh, throw it in the duffel, tape up all the seams, duct tape all the seams so you're not going to get leakage, and that'll work for the majority of people for a good amount of time. I mean, you might have some, uh, you know, if you're dropping it and you're throwing it all around, it might not last as long, um, but it's it's a lot cheaper method than if you wanted to buy, you know, a bag that's 80 bucks or whatever, and, uh, you know, you're going to have to buy sand still, um, but doing things like this, and I've, and I've, like I said, I've talked to several people who use them for heavy stuff, it's it's so different than if I were to pick up there's there's the old I think it's Henry Rollins quote where he says you know 200 pounds is 200 pounds and I understand what he's saying but 200 pounds on a barbell is not 200 pounds in a sandbag and and until you understand that by feeling what I mean it's it's so different 200 pounds in a sandbag feels like 400 pounds on a barbell just because of the nature of it shifting around you're challenging your grip a lot more it's an open palm grip you're not able to close off your hands and grab around a bar and it's just so different that it it makes you realize there's so much possibility out there for things and if you're open to exploring new modalities new tools you're you're opening yourself to much more progress than then you could have just sticking to the same old thing that you've done or the same old thing that you're told is the only way to do something. Like open up your mind a bit and, and learn from from different tools, not even just different people. Learn from learn from different experiences and different tools, different methods, right? It doesn't have to necessarily be someone teaching you these things. Just try and, you know, if, if your normal workout is you're going to use several barbells, uh, weights, and several barbell exercises – just fill up a couple of bags and do your same workout, but do everything with the sandbag at, you know, like a whatever, a, a moderate weight so you can hit your, your rep scheme, right? Whatever that's going to be. Load up a sandbag and do your same workout and just feel the difference that comes from using the sandbag versus a barbell and a set of dumbbells or whatever. And so it's one of my favorite implements. It's It's versatile. It's affordable. You know, you could get you could outfit an entire uh, home gym setup for a couple hundred bucks worth of sandbags. And, you know, from a, a lightweight pressing type of thing to a heavy weight that you can do some squat with, you need, you know, you could use four sandbags from uh, varying weights from, you know, 50 to 60 pounds in a bag all the way up to 200, 250 pounds in a bag, a couple in between. Like you'd honestly not need anything else. And you could have so much variation in that training and change it up a lot and make it fun. And so I really would encourage you, if you don't have a sandbag or haven't really experienced um, much training with one, go do it and and report back and let me know, like, wow, this was different. I This is what I felt. This is what I experienced because I love hearing those kinds of things. And just the ability to share a new method with somebody or a new tool with somebody that opens up their training to just enjoying it more. That's some of my favorite stuff on the planet. And so I know that if you're out there and you're looking for something like, you know, I'm, I'm just not having much fun with my training anymore. I'm, I'm looking for something that can bring me back to myself, uh, connect me back to my body and allow me to enjoy training again. Like go for the sandbag. I promise it'll be it'll be a new experience and you'll enjoy it. So that's going to be my sandbag breakdown today. Um, oh, I didn't actually do my my recommendations. So I, I mentioned strong fit sandbags. They're my go-to. Those are all the ones that I have. You can go to strongfitequipment.com. I am not an affiliate for for him at all or, or for the bags at all. They're just the ones that I use and I love, and they're they're extremely well-made. I've had mine for like five or six years. I've never even had a split in a seam or anything in them, 
And so those are my favorite. Uh, there's a lot of other fitness companies that are now making sandbags, uh, more regularly rogue makes some good ones um titan fitness rep fitness uh you know i think fringe sport probably makes some um all in varying pricing range i'm not sure if sornex makes sandbags or not um maybe they do and and if they do that's just another option um or you can go the diy route i mentioned how to do that here there's probably some other videos where you could find a different way to do it but um there's, there's plenty of options out there for you. So give all of those a go. Find the one that is going to be one that you enjoy, one that you want to spend money on or not if you're going to DIY it. And just go out there and play with it and have fun. And uh, that's going to be the sandbag episode today. So uh, thank you all. I appreciate you. We'll check you next week.